You're worse than my students. <laughs> I don't think so. You're up there. Top mm. 10 for sure. Welcome into Off the Cuff Sports. We're going through a rebrand. Same show. Same bullshit out of Lamorce's and Solo's mouth. What did I do? Jeez. <laughs> You're the one that says that in a in a system NFL, there are no such thing as a system quarterback. That that's the bullshit that we're talking about. <laughs> Just a different name for y'all. All right, so we're going to start with the team in distress. Um, and my pick, honestly, is still the Nets because I have no clue what's going on over there. They're on pace to be the number one offense of all time in the NBA all in history and also the worst defense ever in the history of the, of the NBA. Mike D'Antoni uh, my dream right there. It was expected. As soon as you get rid of your base, your best uh, defender, uh, and then pick up a bunch of players between Kyrie and James Harden that can't play defense, you know. I think you need to send Kyrie somewhere and get a couple defensive B players. Well, they need an entire bench. They don't. They don't even have a bench right now. But, you know, I'm sure the Lakers are shaking in their boots now that they signed uh, Iman Shumpert. Ooh. That's some quality uh, role players right there. Quality <laughs> hype, man. All right. Um, anybody else got a, a distress club? I've got two. Okay. I'm going to start off with the NBA as a as an entity. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to state this as of a result of what happened for the past week or so. Um, they've had two really bad moves when it comes to COVID. One, the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they originally announced that, you know, the All-Star game was going to be canceled for the year, uh, which is cool. We, we understand. But now they're trying to, or they are going to have it in Atlanta this year um, in March. Which is one of the worst states to actually have anything in. Let's 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 be, let's be real. <laughs> and I understand that there's a COVID protocol set up, which is cool. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a, in a second. But not only that, you have players, especially in the likes of LeBron, flat out state that they are not excited about this um, All Star game because you know the season came up on everybody quick, especially if you're in the playoffs. Um, So the players don't want to really play it. And you're bringing together all of your top talent um, in the league, the the talent that pays um, for everything. And going to get them all together at one time and try to play a game that's meaningless. Uh, If one of them catches COVID, all you need is one. And you do contact tracing 
They're all going to be on the sidelines. Every, everybody. And you just ruined your season, the product, uh, for like two weeks just because you wanted to have an all-star game. And I'm assuming it's because they want the TV or have yeah, it shown on money. TV and get some, about money. some money. Don't know if that's a smart move. No. Next thing, uh, just last night, Kevin Durant was ruled out of a game like 10, 15 minutes before tip-off um, because of contact tracing. The person had an inconclusive test. And the NBA was like, okay, it's inconclusive. Just go ahead and, you know, go play. Halfway through the game, the person comes back with a positive test and they have to pull Kevin Durant out. Kevin Durant just played an entire half contact tracing, you know, essentially everybody on the court. Granted, yeah. he tested negative. But if you're really concerned about this virus, why are you even letting him play in the first place? And then to come back and reverse it halfway through the game. I think I, I give the NBA a lot of credit when when they do stuff right, because in terms of how they've handled everything, I think they were ahead of the curve compared to the other leagues. But right now, they, they are not looking too hot. Uh, yeah, they're trying to they're trying too hard to be to still be cutting edge. And you, when you do them, try to do the most, you're not doing the best. Exactly. They kept it. They kept it simple. They said, hey, we're just going to keep everybody in the same place, not let them go anywhere. They want to play. That's what they got to do. They left it at that. And then now they've got, oh, well, let's play in our own stadiums. But we got to do this, this. this. We saw the NFL did it and they. They, it, it, it was a lot, it was a, it was, there was a lot of concern for the NFL doing it, but they had the luxury of only playing once a week. Right. NBA doesn't have that. If you're out, you could miss, you know, 10 games potentially, if not more. NFL, you're missing one, maybe two. You know, if you hit it at the right time with your bye weeks and stuff. So, I mean, and even then it was, it was, there was a lot going on with it. I mean, shoot, the Ravens, Rescheduled games. I think half their games got rescheduled for different points. Didn't ever have a really a bye week. Yeah, I don't know. But um, my my actual team in distress. I just want to um, put it on the radar. The Dallas Mavericks look terrible this year. For and guess whatever, who's got their well, first round draft pick this year? The Knicks got their first round draft pick this year because the Brazil. Uh, and so I keep uh, taking. <laughs> I mean, I I don't think it's going to be that bad. It'll be a lottery pick, but you know. Yeah, still a lottery pick's a lottery pick. I mean, the Knicks need everything they can get. Wow, and... and you keep drafting the same player every freaking year. Like legitimately, the last three years you've drafted a guard, a dead gum small forward who's really a guard, and then another, you guessed it, a guard. Like well, that's they, because they they had a free agency class I think a year ago where they signed nothing but forwards and centers. I mean, yeah. the entire roster at that point was big men. Granted, so I don't do think not, they do, do not do not give the Nets. I mean, the Knicks excuse. That, oh, I'm not I, giving them an excuse. They're they're terrible. But 
Jesus, that pisses me off. It's like, don't get me wrong, Obi Toppin looks nice. He's still not going to be the rookie of the year. Like I told you, LaMelo Ball is going to be the rookie of the year. Like I told all of you guys, I called it. I mean, Emmanuel quickly also also looks good for them. Um, I think Emmanuel quickly, their uh, shooting guard slash real point guard score. I I don't even know how to, to call it. But he looks oh, so good. A guy that's not, that didn't cost him anything. Cool. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll move on unless Solo, you got a team in distress. Nah. All I right. So. Ones. All right. So. After seven years of prayers and crying and lots of other words that we can't say on the air, um, we finally have going to get back. NCAA football video game. Yeah, how are you going to play with no system? I'll make it work. You can't make it work. It's not coming out on the day on 360. Hey, we're we're getting a grand bonus from from the state. Yeah, you know, teachers teachers are giving us getting a grand bonus. He is not going to be able to spend that on no video game system. Anyways, anyways, that's not what this conversation is about, sir. My question to y'all is who is a player that you wish you had a chance to, to, to play with in college football that you missed out on during the seven-year drought from the game? I'm going to let Solo have that one. So I'm going to have oh. to think about it. Really? That's 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 quite easy. Think about that. The game got discontinued in 2014. So that means I never got a chance to play with Tua. Talking about Loa, I didn't get a chance to play with Jalen Hurts and the absolute cheese that that would have been. Imagine playing with that Alabama team with the what's his name with the USC playbook or God forbid, let me play with that Alabama team with the Washington uh, Washington State playbook. That that's like sixty to eighty points a game, online. It's because it's so it's too op. You can't stop it. You didn't get to play uh, with uh, Derrick Henry either, did you? Um, nah, you don't get to play with Derrick Henry. You didn't get a chance to play with this, with Deshaun Watson and that op Clemson team. You didn't get a chance to play with uh, Lamar Jackson and oh. that Louisville team. And you're talking about a cheese team like you freak. Alabama with the Louisville playbook. Jesus, that's like... uh, They need to have a feature on this game like they did with 13, where you take a player, like they had on the 13 version of the game, they had the Heisman Trophy winners from years past. You could take them and put them on whatever team you wanted to play with them on in the modern day. Um, They need to do that with players that we missed out on these past seven years. Like, you can take, take Lamar Jackson... Make him a starting quarterback at Alabama, with and run read option with Derrick Henry. Yeah, that that no, that's like the, you break the game. But yeah, <laughs> or I'm just looking forward to the fact that it's like a kid that I coach is now going to be on NCAA football, and I'm yeah, just going to play with him. I yeah, I'm going to play with him the entire time, and just like whoever the Duke starting quarterback is, f him. He's going. I'm, I'm, he's going to enter in the transfer portal, and Riley Lynn is going to be the starter for the next five years. <sighs> I don't really even have a 
player team that I wanted to play with. I just want to play the game. Well, you, don't, you, know, you don't want to run the ball with Sony Michelle or uh well, when I play when video play, games, I'm not a when the playbook is literally HB high or die. Yeah. <laughs> HB stretch. <laughs> play action wheel. And, oh, oh, how about uh, have the satisfaction of uh benching uh what's his name? Jake uh Jake Fromm? Jake Fromm <laughs> I was about to say JT, don't don't say anything. Let's let's remember who you root for. No, no, no. I'm just saying have that satisfaction of benching the benching the quarterback you didn't want to be in there to begin with. I mean I was Jake Fromm was the best option for Georgia at the time, even though we had a perennial dead gum Heisman Trophy winner on the bench. He was the best decision for Georgia at the time. Let's Bullshit. not forget. Um, forget he what? Was just coming, he was just coming off of, you know, national championship, right? So in terms of consistency's sake, yes, at that time, I understood. Now, the next year when Justin Phillips had a chance to actually, you know, fight for the position, I, I think that's when it should have been declared, he was uh, started, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, let's, we haven't checked in with college basketball in a while. What is, what's going on there? Um, who we Freaking roll tie. Freaking roll tie. Alabama's going to be a freaking two seed. Undefeated in SEC play. God almighty, 2020 has screwed up everything. Alabama is not only a basketball, I mean, a football school, it's now a basketball school. And I sincerely apologize to Nate Oates because I thought you were the most garbage-ass coach and you nowhere near deserved that job. Nate Oates is my type of offensive coach because you know what? He says, F offense. All we're going to do is run dribble drive and shoot threes. And guess what? When you try to close out on our threes, we're going to drive the ball and score layups off the backside. God, Lee, that sounds so freaking familiar. And he puts all of his stock on the defensive side of the ball. Freaking amazing. God, I love it. Duke okay. is nasty here. You okay. got a hard on from that one, huh? Hey. What? It, it sucks, like, like, at least Georgia could say that they beat us in football. I mean, in basketball. Now you can't even say that shit. Now you can only say you beat us in fucking gymnastics, and that's barely. I mean, Georgia's never been good at basketball. Uh, when they had Mark Fox, no. they were good. They, they weren't good. The they were decent. <laughs> they had that one year they made the run and won the SEC championship, SEC tournament. But right. that, was, that was that was really they still. <laughs> But still, even that year, they weren't good. Just, you know, Cinderella That was team. That all the way back in 2007. Like, oh, my gosh. That was so long ago. Then we had freaking Kentucky losing to Georgia Tech. Yeah, we all saw that coming. Yeah. Kentucky lost to Georgia. Hmm. Well, you know, this is a year that you need to have an established culture. And when you build your team on one and dones, you can't really have a culture, you know, in your building. I so, what do you expect? Mm. The biggest thing is, is that, like, now you get to see what camaraderie in, like, actual basketball goes. It's like, that just goes to show you. You can be the smartest man in the room, like Coach Mike Krzyzewski is. But when you don't have the established Jimmys and Joes, 
God, it's hard for you to win. It's so it's, hard for you to win. People think everything comes down to coaching, and it's and it doesn't matter how good of a coach you are if you don't got if you don't got the good players, you're not going to be good. It don't it don't matter. I mean, look at we talk about Bill Belichick being one of the greatest coaches of all time, which I don't argue that point. But I mean, he lost he lost Tom Brady, and you know can't even have a winning record. Never what I thought in my lifetime I would ever give Tom Brady more praise than I have this year. Yeah. God almighty. Speaking of that, let's roll into uh, the Super Bowl, which will be happening tomorrow. And the Chiefs are somehow a three-point favorite when it's being they, they played should, in Tampa Bay. They should be a three-point favorite. They should definitely be a three-point favorite. I, I want to hear y'all's thoughts on everything, and then, then, I'll, then I'll give my – Analysis. Tom Brady is literally the luckiest son of a bitch on the face of the planet. Let's 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 make that first and foremost. When's the last time you've seen a quarterback throw three picks in a game? Three. Three yeah. picks in the game. And still win the game. Because the all Aaron Rodgers didn't want to run it when he was wide open. Three at his Bro, that man, steps. no, do not do do not do that. The Sam he linebacker. Had three steps. The Sam linebacker was going to demolish that man. No, we're not. No, we will not have any Aaron Rodgers slander on this podcast. I refuse. No, we will not have Aaron Rodgers slander on this podcast. He did everything right. It's not his fault that they dead gum dumped the He threw into a window the size of your hand. And he's still running. So, so whose fault was it? Did the receiver touch the ball? Did the receiver touch the ball? He can't even see the ball. No, he no. touched did his hand. Did the receiver touch the ball? That's all I'm asking. That still doesn't make it the right call. Did, did, did the receiver the right touch throw? the ball? Did that the receiver touch the ball? I have yet to have my question answered. Did the yes, receiver touch the, the receiver ball? Touched the ball. Okay. With that being said, just because the receiver touched the ball does not make it the right throw. It does not make it the right throw. He touched the ball. No. That's not what we teach our kids. That's not what we teach receivers. Our what we teach our receivers is is that if your fingertips touch the ball, it's your ball. I he understand that. I understand that. But as 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 an offensive coach, yes, you want to tell your receivers that because they want to need to have that right mentality. But with that being said, just because the throw made it to his hand does not make it the right throw to make. Okay, so the Sam linebacker is breathing down your franchise quarterback's neck. And there is a receiver that's, you know, covered. Your quarterback, who is still top arguments for best of all time, gets the ball to the receiver, the receiver drops it, and now it's the quarterback's fault for making a good pass and a tight window for getting it. If he completes that pass, he's the best quarterback, and he wins the game, and everybody's shouting like, ah, oh, Aaron yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying that it was not. It just because it hits the receiver's hands does it make it a good decision. So it, it hit his. Hand. It may have been the best decision available, but the best decision available doesn't mean it's a good decision. Wow. So the best of it. So okay, I have two doors. Okay, one leads to a million dollars. One leads to my death. It's. I, I choose the million dollars. There's there's not a third door that leads to a billion. So I'm an idiot for choosing the million dollar door and not choosing death. That makes no sense. When you put it like that, yes. Okay. I'm just that's literally what happened. I either A don't get the touchdown because Sam Linebacker's gonna kick my ass, 
or B, I pass the ball to the receiver that's somewhat open and it's right on the goal line. No, he's not he open at all. He's not he open at all. Hey, okay. Then he touched the ball. Just because that just because Aaron Rodgers is a good enough <clears throat> thrower of the ball to get it into a tight window doesn't mean that, that means the receiver was open. Oh. So he, quarterbacks can't throw receivers open now? So he didn't throw him open. Again, You're throwing somebody open he, is he touched, pulling. He touched, he, touched, he touched the ball, but he wasn't open. There's so many inconsistencies in this why, argument. It's baffling. Why, so why, are, we even, open, what, why, are, we ha- why are we having this argument when it was clear that Green Bay lost? I'm not blaming Aaron Rodgers, per se, for the entire loss, but they still lost as a team. Their defense didn't show up when they needed to. Well, they did, but they did. You know, they they really did. They, they, really they did, did, but but you know, you have three turnovers. Offense doesn't do anything off of those three turnovers. Um, right. There was a play. Uh, what was it before? Right before half, um, when they could have scored, right there. I think it was right before half. I forgot. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then they turned um, turned the ball over. And Tampa Bay got right. it, and they they had the the white boy beat DB. I mean. <sighs> Things happen. They have. No, home don't get me wrong. Trust me. Just that you can't put that one play at the end be the reason that they lost. There's right. A million things before that that gets you to that point where, it, where that quote unquote decides the game. But at the end of the day, when we got to the end of the game, when we're at the end of the game, you're at the finish line. Bottom line is you put the ball in the best player's hands. He did that. He made the right decision. Guy didn't catch the ball. It is what it is. Tampa Bay is going to get obliterated at home by 14. It's I mean, then if top okay. It, let's be real. Let's be let's be 115% honest. Who has the better defense? Green Bay or Kansas City? I just want to hear it. Who has the better defense? Who has the better defense? And they Tom Brady threw the he he got intercepted three times. Three times. Okay. Backfield? The backfield? Yes, that goes to Kansas City. But the the front four, Over. the front four, that's that's Tampa Bay. Don't don't even argue Great. that with me. You saying Tampa argue. Bay's front four is better than than uh what's his name's front four right now with the key injuries that they have. That's BS. I'd love to see it though. I'm telling Tampa you, Bay's I, Tampa Bay's isn't better than Kansas City's? Kansas City's offense will, is down two starters, and they've got one. We'll of, and they've got the one of the best front fours in the league. We will see. I, just, I can't wait. I can't wait to see who's going to guard Kelsey and who's going to who's going to guard Tyreek Hill on the edge. And all Patrick Mahomes needs is an average of two seconds in the pocket to make a great that's, play. That's 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 different than arguing their defense. I think Kansas City's offense is more potent, more. Yeah. dangerous than than Tampa Bay but defensively if we're just comparing the two defenses I would pick Tampa Bay Secondary. as a as a as a overall defense I would pick Tampa Bay before I pick Kansas City mm, I don't know about that I like that front four and Dominican Sue Jason Pierre Paul they're gonna get to Patrick Mahomes especially yeah. a they, broken I, offensive I, I, line so you're going to ignore the fact that, th- that, that this Kansas City Chiefs offensive line is not healthy. You're going to ignore that fact. It doesn't. Uh, like, listen, okay. 
you're you're making the only point that you have is that they have a decent front four. They're going to have to rush more than four to get like to get consistent pressure on the quarterback. No, and they, when that not, happens, no, they don't. No, they not, don't. Not, not with this four. Okay, not with this okay. front four. We'll, we'll watch the game. We'll watch the game. We'll watch the game. And when it happens, and when they have to start blitzing, and Patrick Mahomes starts picking them off one by one, and they they, they get they have to do the same thing to Tom Brady. But every single time that he decided to do that against Green Bay, he was throwing damn picks trying to overthrow Mike Evans one v one high jump balls. Like let's let's be real here. Like at the end of the day, we're going to have to take the younger quarterback over the books. I'm sorry, they they had a good run. They got to the play. They got to the Super Bowl like everybody expected them to do. Kansas City is going to win this game going away. I don't care what anybody says. And when I'm right, I'm going to be happy. Like they're going to win the game going away. I, I can't see, I cannot see in a in a universe, even with a destructive front four, where they can keep up with the scoring that Kansas City can produce. You just can't. They barely kept up with Green Bay. And they're ranked sixth in total offensive production. Sixth. You're dealing with the number one offense in the day in the NFL. I'm sorry. There's levels to this shit. There's levels um, to this shit. Solo. Uh, we're going to go you through don't. a rebrand again, and the new name of our show is the Solomon Johnson Show, and the rest of us aren't actually on the show at all. S- Solo, you do realize they played this year already, and they, they kept it pretty damn close, as close as you. Why you did they keep it close? Keep it. So, and that's when their offensive line was first healthy. Let's go. So let's talk about that game, because I watched it last night after I got here. What was the score after the first half was over with? And then... Andy Reid did something uncharacteristic of himself. He decided to be conservative and try to drain the clock, giving Tom Brady the ball more possessions than he had in the first half. I'm telling you, if you right, we're not Kyle Shanahan. Andy Reid's not Kyle Shanahan. Like, unlike, uh, like we know, he's going to keep his foot on the gas. If he keeps his foot on the gas, he's going to blow them out. Easy, simple, straight to the point. Am I right or am I wrong? We both watched. We all three of us watched the game. Did Andy Reid not call? run play after run play, and then try to milk the clock to keep the ball in Tom Brady's hands. For subsequently giving the ball to Tom Brady, and then it was they, they hit the Chiefs one by three. Keep your foot on the gas. Blow these boys out. Don't be nice. Don't be Kyle Shanahan to try to run the ball and milk the clock. Do what you do, and we win the game. Boom. Are you done? Are you, are you, are you done? done? Okay, solo. I, I feel Not like any time some, someone says something even remotely different from you, you go on this tangent that nobody cares about. And, uh, but I'm like, right on 50% of my tangents. So I'm, I'm, batting, I'm batting 500. That puts me in the MLB Hall of Fame. Just, just being honest. Boom. Okay. Well, if it's Anyways. inflated, then no, it's not. If, if, if you use yeah. PEDs for it, then no, you're not getting in. <laughs> But no, yeah, I do a slow pitch. Wow. Kansas City, I expect them to win, but it's going to be close. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay won, um, especially if Tom Brady is like, you know, last two minutes and he he could drive downfield for a win. I I fully expect Tom Brady to get that win if he's in that predicament. But um it will be close. I, I don't see it becoming a blowout. I don't know how it would become a blowout because Kansas City hasn't been that good of a team this year to where they've shown, you know, they're going to consistently blow out good teams. Just wait. Well, and you had your time. You had your time, sir. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying I can make noises in the background. You're not my mom. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I would agree with Lamoris's assessment there. If you look at each position group, secondary to secondary, Kansas City's got it. I'm not going to argue that point. They've got it. Linebacking core, pretty even. D-line, Tampa Bay. Receiving core, overall. No, no, no. I, no, I know Solomon's going to come at me with this, but yes. Oh, my God. The top two oh receivers oh. Oh are God. on, uh, in the game, the top two receivers are on the Kansas City Chiefs. But as far as talent across the board, the edge has to go to Tampa Bay. If we're talking about just speed within receivers, then yes, Kansas City has it. They have yes. speed out the ass. But, uh, you know, I'd rather throw to Mike yes. Evans. And then uh, to go to running backs, you got to go Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's better with the running backs. You can't argue that point. Quarterbacks, I give the edge physically, obviously, to Patrick Mahomes. But mentally, you have to give it to Tom Brady as far as who's better. Tom Brady is mentally a better quarterback. We can't argue that. You can't argue that point. If I had to pick, a, a pick the score, it would be less than three points with Kansas City winning. So I would be, if I was a betting man, which I cannot bet in the state of Georgia on sports, but if I were a betting man, I would bet on Tampa Bay because even though I think the edge will go to, to the Kansas City Chiefs, it will be very close and less than the spread actually is. I think that the Tampa Bay front four will get to Patrick Mahomes. Easily. Enough Easy. to overcome and stop them from scoring a good amount of points, but they will get to him. They will hit Patrick Mahomes. They will knock him down. They will get a couple sacks. When you have an offensive line, they not only are they out there two guys, they have had every single starter practice at a different position throughout the week. So because when you are you are you are a jack of all trades, you are a master of none. And that's the issue here. They're going to so focus on making sure they can pick, you know, drop in anybody anywhere on the offensive line that they need to that they cannot specialize in one position or the other. And so that lack of continuity on an offensive line can lead to problems. That's why I said front four will get to Patrick Mahomes. And on top of it, like them being down two offensive linemen, they're down their like most important offensive lineman that's calling out the protections and everything like that and Eric Fisher. So if you're you're having adjustments and changes throughout your entire offensive line, then you you lose your your main signal caller. Like that's that's significant. I there's no way around it. Like they're gonna have issues on that offensive line. Oh. I see how that you feel. I understand. I respect respect that. You know. They win by ten. Win by 10. Is that what you said? That's your call. They're winning by 10. Kansas City by 10. You said 14 originally. What what happened? I'll give you your three. I'll give you a little four points for 
offensive line issues. Kansas City by 10. I'm going to say final score, Kansas City 33-31. I'm somewhere in between. So he can't choose a winner or a loser. No, I, I picked my winner. I called he says Kansas, Kansas City. City. He just, he just, he's not doing the in, score. In between. I, I, it's going to be more than three and less than 14. That's going to be my prediction. But, I, oh. you know, I haven't, I haven't wavered all year. I called it during the preseason. Kansas yeah. City. He did get his Tampa picks Bay. right. Let's be honest. He said Kansas City and Tampa Bay. He got that right. We'll, we'll give it to him on that. Congratulations. But, yeah, that's – we'll see what happens. Shout out to the Braves for uh, signing uh, my boy uh, Marcelo Zuna also. Just want to throw that out there. Trying to mix it up. All right. Uh but the Dodgers are just going to repeat anyway, so we don't have to worry about that. Right. They overpowered. Yeah. Question, though. Um, do y'all think it's time for a salary cap in baseball? Because uh, Dodgers are, are getting up to Yankees territory and, and paying for people. Well, you know the resident Yankees fan doesn't care about having a salary cap. Let's, let's – whatever it takes. <laughs> Shoot. Honestly, yeah. we need to go get – we need to get TB12's guy. To come in so our guys can stay healthy because if we can stay healthy, we'll win the World Series. But if we can't stay healthy, it doesn't matter how much money we spend. That's what we need to stop. Don't do that. Get off the road. Get your ass off the road. Go. All right. We will uh, move on to the petty moment of the week. I'll start out. I guess you guys are still looking for yours. Um, a 90 year old man in California paid for an ad in the Wall Street Journal just to talk shit about AT&T's wireless service. Hey. And my second one, my second one, uh, there was, in honor of Black History Month, there was a black woman standing in line at the coffee shop, a white woman walked up to her and said, hey, can I jump in front of you? And the black woman's response was, no, it's Black History Month. This is my month, and I'm going to stand here. I mean, she could have stood there any other month, too. But my petty moment of the week at the, uh, I think it was the Magic Bulls game last night, there was a Bulls fan, and mind you, this is in Orlando, um, there's a Bulls fan in the stands wearing his Bulls jersey. It wasn't an authentic jersey. And uh, unfortunately for him, uh, the announcer saw that and they had a full-on three-minute roasting session <laughs> on this poor guy that had no idea what was going on, saying that um, his jersey says Jordan on the back instead of Jordan, um, that he got it off the street from a two for like $75 vendor. Um, it looked like it was dingy and it's been through the struggle. Uh, just oh, everything that they could think of on national television. Um, I feel so bad for him. Granted, they they ended up giving him a, a free prize pack or jersey or whatever. 
but like y'all just roasted this, this man who was just sitting at a game watching it not even courtside he was just chilling in the stands and just took the L that's unfortunate What you got, Solo? Dang, I can't think of nothing. Nothing you did this week? I didn't do anything. I just went out, won a game, got recognized by the quote-unquote national media as a top coach in the area. And while we're talking about that, what happened? What happened uh, last weekend? I didn't. I heard heard you guys something happened at the game and. Some BS happened. What 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 went on? I just almost went after a ref again. The guy told me to tell my boss to shut up, and I'm just like, I can't do that. That's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's a petty moment. Tell your boss to shut up. No. Like, and and he was tell me to tell my boss to shut up. And he was extremely butthurt that I would not go and tell my boss to shut up. I'm like, no. I'm That's not my doing boss. That. I can't just. <laughs> His exact response was, "I don't give a dang who your who your principal is. Tell him to be quiet." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." Like, <laughs> I like my job. <laughs> like that's what I said. Like, I like getting like, a paycheck each week. And my um, what's his name? My boss is a real cool guy because I told him what happened, and I, I mean, he apologized for it, which I told him like, "You don't have to do it." But I saw him at work on Monday. I was like, "Hey, dang it! I'm so sorry that I didn't get a chance to tell you to shut the hell up." at my game the other day and he just started laughing but yeah <laughs> like yeah they blew like i mean hey we lost one game and like you would have thought that like we died or whatever but i mean well, going was, to maxwell preps i mean you're one lost team you might as well not even not even be playing anymore uh that's what i'm saying and then that that that's the motivation that we needed hell they even like we've been number one all year we lose one game and we get knocked down to two the team above us however lost a game to a unranked opponent by 20 two weeks ago. Hmm. Yeah. So in the new year. Makes but sense. I, yeah, I lose to – I play six ranked opponents. I'm five and one against ranked opponents. And somehow my three-point loss to a ranked opponent is worse than a 20-point loss to a non-ranked opponent. So there, there's logic for you. I, I mean, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, then we'll move on to our final thoughts. Uh, go ahead, guys, and then we can get out of here. It's a short one this week. Because uh, Solomon's got work to do. He's, he's, you know, busy doing big things. Just getting the what's-the-name thing done, that's all. Well, so what's, what's our final <laughs> thoughts, fellas? Uh, final thought, Paul George, you ain't like that. Just like Jared Dudley said, you ain't in, in the class of uh of LeBron or AD or Kawhi. Um, yeah. Just gotta reiterate that. Mm -hmm. Reiterate that? Yeah. Cause he, he seemed to have an issue with it, but you know. Well, my final thoughts is at the end of the day. No matter what anybody tells you, don't listen. Stick to your guns, especially when you have individuals that tell you you're not good enough or that Kansas City isn't going to blow the fuck out of time break and make my day. This is uh, pure ignorance and stupidity at its finest. Uh-huh. 
my I've got two. The first one is Frida Sean. Frida Sean out of out of Houston. And my next one is anybody that works in DC is listening. Please, please do what you're going to say and cancel $50,000 worth of student loans. Please do that. They, they, ain't, they ain't built like that. I bet they, 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 they didn't got the, the, the gall for that to cancel $50,000 worth, even though that would still leave, I think, half the country with student loans to pay because <laughs> oh, okay. ridiculous. The last report I saw, they dropped it down to only 10000 That was the, nah, that that what they were initially going to do. This week, Democrats in the in in Congress went to Biden and said, "Hey, yo, we're trying to put into this relief bill fifty up to fifty thousand dollars." That won't happen. I know it won't happen. Hey. But it'd be, it'd be phenomenal. Hey, the thing is, you're not supposed to stop believing. Like, exactly. hold on to the hold on to the feeling, bro. Hold on. Street life people, like, we need this. I need this. If you I know. get this off. If I get this off my resume, off my record, bro, I'm going through, bro. Yeah. You talking about living it up. I ain't even living it up. I got things I'm about to having to pay for a lot coming soon. Can't tell y'all about that yet. You'll have to see y'all to hear about it later. But... Thank you. All right, we'll end it there. This has been the first episode of Off The Cuff Sports. Stay safe. We love you. We'll see you next time.
I mean, if you had the choice of actually teaching versus instructing people how to teach. Uh, and they deal with adults all day instead of deal with kids. Right. <laughs> I call that a win. I mean, I, I guess. I just, I don't think I do well with adults all day. I'd rather have interaction with the kids. That's yeah, because you're petty. Hey, call it what you will. It's a lot easier dealing with the kids' foolishness than dealing with an adult's foolishness because you're, like, dumb. I don't have to deal with parents. Yeah. Yeah, you can't argue that one. <laughs> That's true.